Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu. Inshallah, we are going to be discussing the things you have in your environment. Not just the things you have in your environment, but the people you have in your environment and how that can impact on you, your life, on your family and on your children, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum, peace be with you. You're listening to Cup of Parenting podcast and I'm your host, Aisha, a pediatric speech and language therapist mom of seven and parenting coach here in the UK. Before we begin, don't forget to download my free printable organiser to keep your life organised at www.cupofparenting.com planner. Let's begin. Now, do you have plants in your house? Where you're sitting right now, in your, if you're sitting in your house right now, do you have plants? Now hear me out. Yesterday I was delivering a course on organisation, motivation, time management for Muslimas and one of the things we were talking about is the environment and how important it is to declutter and think about what kind of environment you have and the impact that has on your productivity. And actually, I was really surprised to hear about a study that was done, I think it was the University of Exeter, in which they found that offices that had more green plants in them made the staff happier. And they found they actually increased productivity in those offices by 15%, which is quite a significant amount. And what they found was that by having plants in your environment, it also increased things like concentration, things like the perception of the air quality, the satisfaction that people got. And when we think about it as Muslims, in the bigger picture, plants and greenery are something provided to us as a blessing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah, you see them all over the world in different places. There's hundreds and hundreds of variety which we can't even keep account on. And they're there for a reason, okay? And obviously they have health benefits as well. But one of the other things that they have is a profound impact on our health and our well-being so just by having them in our environment could make a huge difference to us and the reason this research was so important is because it found that um, it was the first kind of research that found that how just by having plants in the environment it increased productivity increase your concentration levels and that then has an impact on your day-to-day -day life doesn't it when you come into a room and it's messy and cluttery and disorganized you don't really feel like doing the things you're supposed to be getting done that day of course this is just one aspect of motivation and organization but it's really important because it made me think about the islamic perspective on environmental care now we already know in islam that the environment is regarded um, as a trust from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are highly highly encouraged to look after our environment to to take care of it, to protect it, to keep it clean. And that relates to lots of different things. So obviously there's the person themselves, right? We, we know the well-known hadith, At-Tahuru Shatru Layman, cleanness and purification are half of Iman. So in terms of keeping your physical self clean, it's really important. Keeping your clothes clean is extremely important. Keeping the area that you pray in and do ibadah and worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is really important. But also it goes beyond that. It goes beyond to keeping your house clean. And if you keep your rooms and your houses clean, then inshallah it means that you're more aware of the environment outside. You know, some of you might tend to the area outside of your house and keep that clean. And this is something that we shouldn't take lightly, okay? Because 
we should be quite mindful of, of, of the waste that we produce and the clutter and the rubbish that we produce and how we're managing that. And that also has an impact then on our mind and on our life and on our productivity. And that's why it's really important. But unfortunately, we do live in a day and age where there are some societies or some cities in hundreds of countries around the world. There's some environments in which from far, you know, you, you wouldn't be able to tell that Muslims live here because unfortunately it isn't kept clean and tidy. Therefore, you're harming the environment. It has a negative impact on the society, on the people. It has a negative impact on you. You know, if you go out by nature, you wouldn't want to physically put yourself in a place that's dirty and messy and unclean. So you should try your best if you can to do something about that and to keep it clean. So that extends to both inside your immediate environment, you know, your house and outside. One of the things I get questions a lot about, um, for, you know, from the mums that I work with is how they can keep on top of keeping things so clean when they have children. Now, I am going to point out that I don't mean you have to be meticulously clean all the time, every time. There's a difference between things getting dirty and things being messy, okay? We all have busy lives and sometimes, of course, the house is going to look lived in and it's going to get messy, especially if you've got young children around. But what I'm saying is don't let it get to a point where it's filthy and dirty and then it's harming your health. And I'm not just talking about your physical health, you know, because you've got germs flying around and that could cause problems for you, for your health, for your children's health but also your mental health. And as I've said, it makes a big difference as to whether you have or you don't have a clean environment. And that includes being clean, but also having things like plants and greenery in it. So making it quite nice for yourself and that has an impact on the atmosphere and then it'll have an impact on your mood. It'll have an impact on the kind of work you do and how much work you get done. And also the just the family environment, atmosphere at home. That's why it's also recommended where sometimes if it gets too much, whether you're at home or you're at work, it's actually really healthy and good to go out and take a walk. Why? Because you've got the fresh air. It's really beneficial to just, you know, connect with the wildlife and the nature and the greenery outside as well, which again, Allah SWT has given to us as a, as a ni'mah, as a bounty. Um, and this is one of the blessings that sometimes you take for granted or maybe you don't even utilize or you don't know. And it's good for your children. It's good for their health to get them out and about as well and to make them conscious about keeping the environment clean because if they're from a young age going to be learning about keeping the environment clean and the benefits of keeping it clean and looking good, then they'll extend that to keeping their own homes clean when they grow up and keeping their environment clean. Um, and knowing the importance as a Muslim to keeping the environments clean, yeah? It's even rewardable as a Muslim if there's something on the road outside that you remove it because you're removing harm from some someone's way. So it's really, really important to look after the environment, inshallah. Another thing that I want to talk about is not just the things we have in our environment, but the people that we surround ourselves with. We all know as Muslims how important it is to have important um, friends surrounding us to help us with our deen. Now, what do we say when we talk about important friends? These are people who are righteous. Now, who are people who are righteous? There might be people who remind you of your Lord when you start to forget. There might be people who come and help you and join in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet peace be upon him himself said, the believers in their mutual support are like a structure, parts of which support another part. 
Okay. And you know, Muslims have one another to support them. So when things are going tough or when things are getting difficult, it's really important to surround yourself by the right people. So they can give you right advice. So they can support you so that they don't seek out your faults. Okay. The, one of the characteristics of a righteous friend is the one who doesn't look or seek out the faults of his brother. Rather, he finds excuses for him. And this is really important because again, think about who you and your children have got in your immediate environment. Okay. There's some people that you can't control that are in your environment, but often you can control a lot of people who are in your environment and I mean friends, um, people that you maybe see on a daily basis or weekly basis or you know regularly, who you keep company with, who your children keep company with and you should know and be aware of the uh, friends that your children are keeping company with if they are you know advising them to be good and are good people themselves or if they're not because then that will have a negative and bad influence on them. And from the Prophet peace upon him and from the Sahaba, we know that the characteristics of a righteous friend include those people who have got a cheerful manner, they're gentle in their speech, they're big hearted, they're generous, um, they're not very angry people, they don't have arrogant behavior, they show re respect and joy when they see their friends and they're happy for their friends. Yeah, people who are happy for you, they will support you. But also when things are going tough and things are difficult and hard, they're there to advise you, but they do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, and they do it with the right intentions and they do it because they're genuinely looking out for you. And that's something really important to think about whether the people you surround yourself with are those kind of people. Because you don't want to surround yourself with the wrong people who give you negative energy or give you bad advice or don't want good for you because unfortunately some people don't want good for you don't think everybody in the world wants good for you it's the way the world is um, or if you surround yourself by toxic people because this will have an impact on you even if you're not like that and you're a good person and then you'll start taking it out on your children and your family and that's how it can have a really negative impact and influence on on your life there's also a saying that do not befriend anyone, but if you befriend him, he'll enhance you. If you're burdened with something, he will help you. If he sees a shortcoming in you, he will make it up for you. If he's something good for you, he will keep it in mind. If you ask of him, he will give to you. If you refrain from asking of him, he will offer you his help. If he blames you for something, he will not desert you. And he will keep. And if you keep your distance from him, he will not abandon you and these are the kind of qualities you should be thinking about and the kind of characteristics you should be thinking about when you're thinking about good people or good friends if you are in an environment where you don't have these kind of people and you know you can't help having these kind of people if you're in an environment where not only do you not have good people maybe you have bad people or people that you don't get on with or people who are negative or you feel like you know, they're not the kind of people that you would like to hang around with, then think about how you are with them, whether you can keep a distance with them or whether they're a negative energy or negative personalities rubbing off on you and having a negative impact on you, whether you can remove yourself from that environment. You know, if it's at work, can you go to another department or can you get a different job or do you have to be in that particular gathering if it's a gathering in which those people are hanging around or try not to say too much but 
do think about whether this is having an impact on you because I know sometimes people say it's hard those people exist in our environment but then they don't realize the kind of negative impact um, it's having upon them and upon their children. Another really good um, characteristic of a righteous friend is that they are happy for you and they don't envy you. This one is really really important um, because this is a sign of a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you can find friends or family, people around you who are genuinely happy for you and happy for what you've got and you know they rejoice for you they say mashallah tabarakallah and they see it as that it's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they would praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this blessing upon you it is in surah nisa in the quran or do they envy people for what Allah has given them of his bounty okay so a righteous person wouldn't envy you but somebody who isn't righteous and isn't happy for you will envy you and they might even have hatred for you and they might not be happy so just be careful again who you have in your environment okay an honest and righteous friend deals with his brothers honorably honestly and sincerely and you know when you have a good friend because you know you look forward to seeing them you enjoy talking to them maybe they've helped you out maybe they've advised you sincerely so after a while of meeting them you'll know who these people are make sure you hold on to them make sure you do dua for them especially in their absence and make sure you appreciate them and keep these kind of people with you you know we say um i've heard in the business world that they say you're the product of the five people who are closest to you and there's a motivational speaker called um, jim ron and he said really famously that we're the average of five people that we spend the most time with i'll say that again we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with and this relates to the law of averages and it's like a theory that you know in any situation these are the given outcomes um looking at the number of people and some people even say things like you know show me your friends i'll show you your future and the reason why this is important is because they say that you should use this as an audit to think about who are the five people that you spend the most time with okay or you know usually when you go to a gathering or if you have them as friends who are the five people that you're usually with because this shows a reflection on the type of personality you have as well if you hang around with usually there might be people of similar characteristics and personality and values that you have that they share with you sometimes they're not um so think about that think about who they are what they stand for what kind of characteristics they have what kind of personality they have and is this something that you like you know is this something that you aspire to be like maybe you're not even at the level they're at but you would like to be because they're good people and that's a good thing that's okay they don't have to be exactly the same as you but just think about you know if you had to put them all in a line and look at them would you be happy that you're spending the most time in your life with them now if you think about this further it means that you know if you surround yourself by people who they want to do better so maybe they go to particular classes maybe they engage in particular habits that you want to also engage in then that'll push you to do better because usually think about it for example if you want to go to the gym now usually people not always but usually they take a friend to the gym or when they go to classes especially when you're um, a little bit older you tend not to go on your own and you have a partner that you go with 
And that's because you want to get that encouragement for each other, you get that motivation and you have the accountability as well because you know they'll call you every week and say are you ready or I'll pick you up or let's go together or you're not coming this week. Somebody to just go with and partner up with. So if you think about that in terms of having uh, you know people in your environment who are doing good and trying to push themselves or trying to improve themselves then you're likely to do that as well. On the other hand, if you have people in your environment who engage in self-destructing habits, these habits will start to affect you negatively. Now, there was an, even a study done in which they found out when it came to people's weight that if they were um, hanging around with people who were clinically overweight, then there was a high percentage of they themselves in a couple of years' time starting to put on weight as well. So that was really interesting. So that's not even something, you know, personality-wise, that's, that's something related to physical health. So, you know, just think really carefully about that. So it doesn't mean that you want to surround yourself by yes people. I'm not saying that. You know, if you're obviously making a mistake, like we said, one of the characteristics of a good friend is that they'll point that out. They'll tell you, they'll stop you. Um, they'll reprimand you or they'll just ask you what you're doing you know what why are you doing this it's this isn't like you or this isn't good for you or maybe you need to take time out or maybe you need to um, seek help for whatever problem it is so if you have these kind of like-minded people around you that should make it easy for you as well inshallah so I hope you found this reminder useful this week inshallah see you on the next one assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu